Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 464, recorded from the DeFont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always by my co-host and my cousin, Mike, down in Florida. How are you doing today, Michael? I'm doing well. What's going on? Seems How like are you he... able to catch yourself when you say that's right? Because I say that's right, bitch, a lot, like in some of my <laughs> I don't. That's not and... in my That's not really? in my lexicon. Every time like we come back, and that's right, and I'm waiting for the B-I-T-C-H, and it just never comes. That doesn't connect in my head. I don't, wow. That's not part of my normal uh, vocabulary. Not that I'm a saint. I, I mean, I, I have a very colorful vocabulary, but that it just doesn't flow like that. Just that, doesn't that flow, saying, right? That's right. That bitch. saying isn't mine. Yeah. All right. But I understand. Well, now maybe I'm going to mess up. But <laughs> you got it in my head. A little earworm in there. Now, do you wish you were in Rhode Island with Susie right now? No. No? No. What would be like if you didn't have if you didn't have Rhodey, would you have been able you to talk- hear my 43rd excuse? That's what I'm saying. Like, was that one of those where she's like, oh, if we just didn't have the... Or she doesn't even... She knows you wouldn't even go no matter what. Oh, yeah. She knows I wouldn't even go. They were I mean, not for that, but other... Like, just yeah. in general. Yeah. Her, her stepmom was flying her up to... Basically, to surprise the dad. It's the dad's 75th birthday. Yeah. And Susie's birthday. Happy birthday, Susie. Yeah. You seem excited about that. No, no, no. I, I wouldn't... No, I wouldn't have went up for that. No. I go, I'll go up for funerals. That's fair. Yeah. Weddings and funerals. We we're not gonna have any more weddings. No. Well, what about your uh, your Gina in like eighteen years or so? No, nah, we're gonna do it. We're gonna. I'm gonna work your ear. We're gonna do a destination wedding. I'm okay with that. Yeah, these things are these things are too expensive. So we have all these DVC points. Let's just yeah, stay down there. Yeah, we'll just we'll, Hilton oh, Head. Bill. No, we'll get the Grand Villa. An Olani. An Olani wedding. You want to do? I'm fine with an Alani wedding. I'll start. I'll start sending. You know, it. cousin Mike, he's just going to mooch his way into it. <laughs> That's right. That's Absolutely. the best one of the day, right there. Hey, yes. Tell me what you think. Uh, this is business. This is business. Okay. So I've been on Fiverr. Yeah, this was on the live. If if you missed it over the weekend, we went live on uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Facebook group, which is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast family, and our YouTube page, youtube.com slash at WDWBTG. We were live yep. on Saturday night, yep, and you were dealing in real time with some Fiverr technical support. So is there an update we have here? Okay, so we're good to go. Okay. We're good to go. But now I'm looking at their other products. Yeah. And I was listening to Joe Cachochi's podcast this, this evening when I was Joe walking roadie. Our good you friend, know, friend you of know, the program, Joe. You Clark. know, the original Looper. Yeah, so which program is this? Super is this Looper. DVC Roundtable? Uh, DDD, Disney Dads. Oh, okay, that's the like, other one did, that he They did this talking. show. It's like called the, it's called the Split Stay. Okay. And they okay. were talking basically for 35 minutes about Coronado Springs and the restaurants. It was perfect. Good show. But he's got, they got, they got, they got this catchy song, Bill, and I was actually yeah. dancing. Their intro and outro was a catchy song. Oh, so you're trying to? You want to scrap our intro? You want a new one? Is that what you're thinking? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I'm on their website. I need you to help me when you have some time and kind of look through some of the, some of the people on there. I want, I want an intro and an outro. I worked pretty hard on that intro. But yeah, it well, might be that, time for a refresher. I'm okay with that. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm willing, I'm gonna pay. 
You want a custom. You don't want, want me to custom. like do another one like that. You want to customize like jingle almost. Yes, like either a song or like. I thought. A- didn't we try to get Mary and Dan to do it, and they said yes, and then they never did it. Is are we already segueing into that? Yeah, just the dis- the many disappointments of uh, Por Favor Mary. Oh my God, what a disaster! We all agreed, and if you want, you go 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 online. It's there. It's it's it's, on our it's there. It's page. documented. Yeah. It's documented. It's there on Facebook. If Facebook says that it, it's real, she said she was going to come on the show tonight mm-hmm. and do a cruise review, and I just nonchalant, just I I wasn't even going to text her. I was just completely expecting her to be on tonight. Yeah, and I said, "Are you recording with us?" And she said, "No, I can't tonight." She said she had a meeting with her advisor, and I said we could do it after that. Like, how late are you meeting with your advisor on yeah. virtual school? Like, I don't understand that. Like you said, she had to have a meeting about putting books away. Is that what? <laughs> they don't do the Dewey Decimal System anymore. Yes, they do. Absolutely, they do. Oh, do they still do that? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, is that why she has to get this PhD in library <laughs> science or whatever it is? It is science. Yeah. <laughs> the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> it still goes A to Z, right? Alphabets goes A to Z. I don't know. Z. That's okay. the best one of the day right there. So what do you think? Would you rather have a song or would you rather have like the like the serious like news guy who like introduces us? Oh, I don't want that. If you're going to pay money, I want a jingle. You want a jingle? Yeah, I don't want it. I mean, I can get I could probably find somebody to do it or I could redo a serious news guy voice if I really if we really okay. want that. So you want a song that kind of tell says what our show yeah. is about. It's Mike and Gary on the mics. They're here tonight. You know, stupid. Stuff yes, like that. yes. So, yeah, yep. And now the show. All right. <laughs> so you're on board with that? Yeah. So yeah. what happened? What was the resolution of this uh, Fiverr drama, though, over the logo? They just eventually they saw the payment and they just started doing the gig. Yeah, like the next morning, the next morning it was in my account. The money was. In. It's it's amazing how it, it clears your credit card. It's no longer pending. Right. And it was like from two days ago. So I understand when it's pending, if it's on a weekend, whatever, and it hasn't hit or whatever. Oh, yeah, I get that. I, I get that whole thing. But when you actually see that it hit and like we don't have a record, I'm like, well, I have a record. Yeah. You took the money. You took my money. Because I could see if even my like, account. if Fiverr didn't give it to the person that's doing the gig, like, then right. that's a, but you were talking to Fiverr directly, not the person that you hired. Correct. Now, have you gotten anything yet from them? No, it's going to be a few days. Yeah, that that's understandable. But you got confirmation that they have. Oh, that's it's on. all good. Yep. Awesome. I can't wait to see. Yeah, we, I mean, we've got a lot of stuff going on. A lot in the hopper right now. A lot of irons in the fire, if you will. A lot in the hopper. No cruise review though. Well, there's no cruise. That's your. That's your. That's your family. Well, I'm. I can't. You can't. You don't pick your guys family. Are all parts. just scatterbrains, and I'm. And I'm told that I'm a dope because I tell him specifically I'm gonna go look at DV. I'm gonna go look at DVC rooms. He was probably sleeping. That's what the problem That's was. That's fair. That's possible. He was probably like eyes were open, but he was completely asleep on the couch. That's the Frank Senior move. We used to be watching Wheel of Fortune, and he'd be snoring with his eyes open. Wow, <laughs> Frank Senior. You never had that when he was at your house. No, we didn't watch that because we ate later than you. We, we no, he would true. watch us. Uh, what was that show with the Al Bundy? Married with Children. Yeah, we used to watch Married with Children. He was at our house on Sundays. No, he liked Married with Children. Yeah, he actually did. He thought it was funny. No, oh, that is funny. I would have never got up for that. We did all good things at the Aruda house, and then we kind of did the naughty things over at the Hurley house. Yeah, I mean, that was definitely considered a very risque show at the time. Married with Children. It was Fox. Fox was like the, the bad oh, network. They were. That's the best one of the day. What else is new, Pards? Nothing. Not much? You want to just get no. uh, take our break here? Uh, yeah, we can take our break. Well, do you have something else you want to add, or are you good? No, I have All nothing right. to add. We'll be right back. All right, we'll be right back.
right, we are back from break, episode number 464 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. And this week, instead of instead of cruising, we're newsing, right? Do I throw you off when I do that? That was like Beach and Yacht Club, I would assume. Yeah. That's we could good, use that in our intro. This is Gary Frank. You guys set the yep. like, little audio files thing yeah. up into this? Yeah. And Michael P. This is the vibe we want, yeah. Do you remember the Gary Shandling's show? I didn't like him. Do you remember the show though? He wasn't he that loud guy? No, he had like the fake talk show. No, he used to be. Uh, who's a who's a Gary something? He was a lot. He was a loud mouth. I don't know. I mean, maybe he was loud. He was. So he was one of the original. Uh, guest hosts of the tonight show when johnny carson started only working three days a week okay so he like guest hosted on mondays and then joan rivers guest hosted on fridays or vice versa i forget which one then he got a job at hbo doing the larry sanders show but that was gary shandling doing larry sanders and he was playing like a fictional late night talk show on hbo it was like a show within a show. One of the first ones that did that. But the theme, yeah. The the reason I'm asking is the theme song was very goofy. It's like this is the theme to Gary's show. It's not the da, 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 and it just goes on like that. I do, I do, I think I do remember that. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I kind of do remember that. This is the part before the show, and now it comes the part where the show is gonna start. So it just made me think of that. Some of the stupid jingle like that, or you want it more. You want a yacht rock? You want like a Christopher Cross kind of intro? Yeah, I, I don't know what I want. I haven't decided. Anyway, but we're talking some news, pards. We got to. I think you totally stepped on my joke, or you just ignored it. I said instead of cruising, we're newsing. Oh, that was I didn't know, realize that that was a joke. Was that that was not that? that so you heard it, you just ignored it, you just moved on. From little it. audience, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't even deserve that. That was bad. <laughs> it was that bad. Huh? Oh, it was awful. Oh, I have some <laughs> I, I we need one of those boards too. Though. I need to stop wasting some money. Don't we need that little board? We be you. We could just inject yeah. it right into our. I do have some breaking news though. Uh oh. That uh, my wife, my beautiful bride, we were watching uh, Paging Mr. Morrow, and she's a big fan of Nate. No! Yeah, she likes him. She's like, this guy's funny. Oh, no. Like, I think she likes him in the same way we do. Like, No, she... because you don't even like him like I do. No, that's true. But I enjoy, like, he has good I can't content. I Susie that. He has good content. I don't know if she's seen it enough. She likes his dog. So she's The dog's great. not, he's, he's, his content's good. He gets she gets mad when she takes Gracie out and like he shows her taking a leak or d- taking a dump in the grass at the end of the episode. I don't remember seeing that one. Like at the end of like the last few episodes, he just takes her out and like he shows her taking a leak in the bushes. <laughs> and she's like, "Why are you showing that?" But cuz he's Tom Morrow. He's Tom Morrow, Nate. He gets ir- Kristen gets irritated when he talks about we when he's the only one there. That really irritates him. No, but he's not. He always has someone tagging along. Sometimes he sometimes he does, but that bothers her. There's so much about him that drives her nuts. The fancy thing is tough though. Everything's fancy. I, That's that funny is, though, isn't it? It's funny, but he switched out from like a nice shirt to a hooded sweatshirt and he said now I'm fancy. Like it's the opposite of it. He was put on like comfy clothes. It'd be like when you get home and put your You know what when you got on. you gotta look, it was really bad. He's staying <laughs> at the villas at the Grand Floridian. Yeah. And he forgets to change and he like I think he goes in his PJs or he goes in the bathroom bathrobe and the slippers. <laughs> Out into the hallway or like he's in the elevator and he realizes he looks in the mirror, he's like, Ooh, I forgot to change. He's got the bathrobe and the slippers. <laughs> I'll have to check that one out. He's so beautiful, isn't he? He's good. He has good content, though. Could you be his roommate? No. Can you imagine the the smell in that apartment? You think it raws? Ah, with the, between the dog and all the theme park food he eats. Just garbage. Nah, I think I could be his roommate. I think it would be fun, actually. You'd think you'd have a good time? you oh. get in on all his videos, right? Yeah. 
He seems like a genuinely nice guy, though. He's he does. He does seem like a nice guy. Like I don't I don't mind you know making fun of him a little bit on here because you know he's obviously doing a good job. He's pretty successful doing what he's doing. But in all, I mean, he seems like he's just a normal nice guy. Well, maybe not normal, but a nice guy. He cracks me up. <laughs> Everything he does makes me laugh, though. He was reading the ingredients to something, and it said Scotch Bonnet, like the hot pepper. And mm-hmm. he's like, "This has a Scotch Bonnet." I'm like, "Where are you getting? Bo- Why are you making it French?" He's just ridiculous. Everything he does is ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. He's got the hangers on, though. You notice that? There's like the extra people that are like, "Oh, they're filming a video too." I'm trying to like get some of his. He's got a lot of subscribers. No, I didn't know that. Trying to grow their channel. Tommy Morrow. Anyway, you could do it. So anyway, let's talk some news. Okay. Uh, I added a couple. Oh! However, um, this one's just quick. We talked about it a little bit, that uh, Trails End was going to be closing in its current form. But they finally actually released the date, April 17th. Yep. Will be the day it closes. So just to follow up with that, nothing too too crazy there. We talked about that and how it was a disappointment that that's going away because that was a good uh well, it hasn't been a buffet since it's come back, right? Yeah. But that was a good breakfast buffet. That was like the best deal in town. Yeah. So unfortunately they're changing that up. I think you know what? I just think I, there might not have been a great demand for that place. Yeah, you could always get in, no problem. But you could get into most of the non-character buffets. You can get in, no problem, anyway. Like, are there any non-character breakfast buffets that you can't no. get, like, the week before? Anyway, so just the update. April 17th, final date. How about this one? This one you'll uh, you'll enjoy. Cast members in their negotiations uh, now are getting a 50% discount. I guess they bumped it up at Shop Disney through the end of February. They usually get 40%, so they're bumping the uh, cast member discount. So that's a nice little uh, carrot for them. They're looking for like $3 more an hour, and they're giving them 10% more off in the shop for a month. That's a good deal. Amanda Brown's going to be drooling on that one. (laughs) That is a good deal. And I just wanted to mention, I thought it was funny. We won't get into the into the negotiations too much. I think that's kind of been... What else can you say about that? You know, the the union negotiations. Doesn't sound like it's going too well for either side. They're both at a standstill. Yeah, I'm not going to get into the labor. I'm saving the big one for last, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but this one is very interesting. And this was today... And it includes uh, yesterday. This is on WDWMagic.com. Yesterday. Genie Plus has sold out for the second consecutive day. What does that even mean? And I believe only the second day ever, right? Yeah. I think that's what it says. So Genie Plus has been at its peak price this President's Day weekend, costing $29 per person per day. That's double. Well, it was 15 when it came out, right? It just, mm-hmm. just across the board, 15. Even with this high price, the service hit capacity around 2 p.m. today, and sales of Genie Plus was halted. Genie Plus sales were halted for the very first time ever at Walt Disney World yesterday, so we're looking Sunday and Monday of this week. High demand for Lightning Lane meant that individual Lightning Lane purchases at Seven Dwarf Mine Train reached capacity before the regular guests even had the opportunity to buy it. Um, so in May, Disney added the ability for Genie Plus sales to be suspended. Um, that was at the same time they stopped the advanced sales of Genie Plus. So I guess once they get to the point where you can't get any reservations with it, they stop selling it. Because that would be kind of crappy if you paid 29 bucks and then you open it up after and they said there's no, nothing available for the day. I mean, it's already $30 for that. It's crazy. It's and insane. If, 
And if that many people are doing it, what benefit are you even getting? It's insane. Is it worth it? Like for 30 bucks, say you're in Magic Kingdom when it's that busy, you're not going to get great time. So you might be able to skip two or three rides. Is that worth it for a family of four? $130, whatever it is. $120. You, you know what the thing is? Is it worth it? I don't think the parks are worth it. That's what they've created. They've created this monster mm. where I don't want to go because I will not pay $30 to go on a stupid ride. And now, but if you don't, you have a terrible time. It's I a have terrible a terrible experience. experience with what they have done is basically stuck it to just the regular people who just, I say the regular people, the people who pay $100, $150 to get park admission. Yeah, because what, I mean, it's okay, a busy weekend. What's the single park price today it must have been 159 dollars today yeah so if you just paid for one day yep to go to the magic kingdom and then yep. you walk in and they're like well if you don't pay an extra 30 dollars per person you probably won't get on anything You're you won't get waiting, on anything i mean two hours to go on haunted mansion you're gonna be waiting three hours to go on the jungle cruise you know i mean it's it's not a great experience and they talk about in the earnings call they said they reduced capacity by 20 percent at peak times for guest experience but it doesn't sound like a great guest experience on a day like today does it no so i don't know it's very i understand i mean it's a busy busy weekend everyone all schools across the country have president's day right so a lot of people go out for the long weekend the northeast this is the beginning of February vacation, so Northeast has the whole week off. A lot of people, obviously, from this part of the country will go down for the week during mm -hmm. February vacation because school's out. So, you know, those reasons obviously increase the uh, the amount of people there. Mm -hmm. um, today was the last day of Festival of the Arts. Not that that would increase crowds necessarily, but... You know, there's no, that's the end of the festival. So there might be a little bit of that with people trying to get in. Now, the thing that makes me laugh a little bit, and maybe I'm wrong, they, none of the parks sold out, though. They never got to capacity, right? They didn't stop letting people in. Like, you could not still make I, reservations. Not that I've heard, no. So if it's that bad, why don't they stop, you know, allowing reservations to improve guest experience? I mean, we know the reason why, but that's great. I mean, 15 was a hard pill to swallow. I did it a couple of times on our trip over the summer. And we were able to skip some pretty decent lines with it. But yeah. even then, I mean, that's a big added cost to the trip. Yeah, it is. If you're doing it all the time. 120 bucks a day, that's a lot of money. Yeah, that's a that's, that's a, a lot. That's a whole, lot of money. That's that. It's, that's a full sit down for it a just family. Just pisses of me off. Yeah, and I try not to get pissed because of pricing, and not everybody can should. You know, it shouldn't be a right to go to Disney and this and that. That's a lot of freaking money, and that pisses me off. It's because it's nickel and dime. Well, it's not even nickel and diamond because it's so much money, but it's the added. It's like okay, you already paid a premium to stay here. You paid a premium to go to the parks, and now if you want to enjoy it. Oh, you actually wanted to come and and ride some stuff. Now right. you got to pay this extra on top. And I don't mind any of the pay for play. I don't mind any of that stuff. But what's happening is everybody else is getting screwed. Yeah. Because oh, how does it how does it how does it change your? They're they're paying thirty dollars to skip lines, but I have to wait longer, and everybody else has to wait longer. That's where it irritates me. Yeah, it, I almost wish they would go the total opposite. And just make it so much more expensive that most people don't do it. And then it doesn't artificially increase wait times because there are fewer people are doing it. Like, that's what Universal does. Their front of the line system is like over $100 per person per day, I think. So they, I'm sure they don't sell as many as Disney does with Genie Plus. Mm -hmm. But if you only have to sell one for every five, well, that's five, right? You know, that's 80% less people clogging up the lightning lanes. 
and that's more people getting on in the standby, proving guest experience overall. And then the people who want to pay and they don't care, money's not an object, right. they'll just pay the 100 or 120 or 200 you know, double their ticket price. They don't care. Mm-hmm. That could be a solution. Because if you're not going to, if you and I aren't going to pay 30, we might as well not pay 100 to do it and then get some of the other people out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, the people feel obligated. There's, there's going to be a pain point. I don't know what it is. Is it 40? Is it 50? Like, are they just going to keep raising it incrementally until they see a decline and then they just. The problem is, is they're selling out at 30 bucks. So what's the, where's the, what's stopping them? Right. To just keep increasing. Like my, my brother-in-law, he thought the product was terrible. Mm -hmm. He said, but I do it because I skipped lines. That was his one trip. He might do it again because he didn't realize how much fun he was he, he didn't think it was going to be fun. He loved it and his kids loved it. So he's not right yeah. up, but it's not a once a year thing like it is for a lot of the people who listen to our show and who we sure. correspond with on social media. So I can see from that standpoint that I don't care what it costs because it's if it's going to save me a couple hours a day, if it means I get back to the resort, if it means that I can go out to dinner and not have to be running around these stupid parks, then it's worth the price. Yeah. Now the thing that I know you don't like and you don't do it, but you can avoid it is doing rope drop, which is what we did this summer. And when we mm-hmm. were in the park, like we went to Hollywood studios. We didn't do genie plus that day. Mm-hmm. And I was with the girls. Cause uh, Sarah went with her family to do rise of the resistance, but we rope dropped. We got in, did the Mickey and Minnie ride, which usually has a long wait. We did that in about 15, 20 minutes. And then I went to Toy Story Land with the girls, and we rode all three. We didn't ride Slinky because they didn't want to do it, but we rode uh, Toy Story Mania, Alex Froley Saucers, both with walk-on, five-minute waits. And then we went over, did a few meet-and-greets, which had no waits. And, you know, that was pretty much mm-hmm. the morning. That took us to noontime, but we did a lot. And then it started getting busy. Lines started packing. And, you know, and that's not the typical because most people want to either do – right. You know, Tower Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, or the Star Wars stuff, which wasn't on our agenda. But those rides, you know, Toy Story Midway Mania gets a long line in the middle of the day. Right. Even the Sonic Saucers, like stuff like that. So being able to do one or the other, like instead of doing Genie Plus, if you want to rope drop, do all your stuff in the morning and then go back in the middle of the day and hang out at the resort. That's kind of the game plan for us as our family's still young. But you don't like doing that, and you don't want to pay, so you kind of get doubly screwed. Right. Because if you're growing up and you want to do the parks and have, like, a nice leisurely time, you got to wake up when you don't want to on vacation. Right. So for you to stroll in at noon, that's the peak. Everything's going to be at its highest wait times. You're going to be miserable. You're going to say, let me get the hell out of here, and you're going to go back to, you know, so you basically are getting nothing out of it. Mm -hmm. If you do the Genie Plus and you get a couple of those, Okay, you get a few rides, but you don't want to have to pay that extra to do it. And I understand that. And it's it is it's just that experience, but because of the product being paid for now, they let more people through that. When it used to be fast pass and fast pass plus. Right. You had to wait a little longer in right. those lines. It was still less than the regular line, but it was it was still you know, a decent wait sometimes. Like, I know Soren, sometimes even with a fast pass, you'd be waiting 20 minutes, 25 minutes to get on Soren. And that was okay because they let, you know, for every 10 fast pass, they would let five regular line people through a standby line. Now it's like 100 to 1 or whatever. I know there's actually reports out there of what they send through. But the Genie Plus lines or the Lightning lines are like astronomically more than they used to be for the fast pass of how many they let through that per each standby guest. I think it was like 10 to one and now it's 40 to one or something like that. Sounds right. I mean, just, just look, I mean, they're talking about how they're lowering park capacity and lines have never been longer, never longer. So what's the, what's the explanation? It's genie plus. Of course it is. But, the thing is, each system they've implemented have made the standby lines longer. So when there was nothing, standby lines were manageable. You'd get some long lines. Space Mountain would get a long line, you know, before any fa- before even the paper fast pass. 
It was but so then much you, better. It was so much You had much to go there. You had to, you know, scan your ticket. You had to get it and hold on to it. Go back at your time. It, it worked great. Then they did the Fast Pass Plus where you had to make them ahead of time. And it was kind of a pain. But and you, you got your three. You knew what times they were. You knew when they were, what park, what rides, where you could, you know, pick what times you wanted. Mm-hmm. And you could schedule your day around it. But the lines, the standby lines got a little longer because now everyone had three. People were taking ones they didn't even necessarily want just because they had three to choose that day. And you had to use them to get your fourth and fifth and sixth. So that made lines a little bit longer. Then they got rid of that system. And they did this Genie Plus, which is now paid. You have no idea what you're going to get or when you're going to get it until the morning of. So you can't even plan your dining reservations around it and now that they're charging you for it they have to guarantee you some kind of you know expedited way through this line so now the standby line's even longer than it's ever been and more rides they keep adding rides to these because they have to try to justify the price so now there's more things available that weren't on the genie plus before weren't on fast pass so now they're inflating wait times on things that used to be walk-ons. Remember Pirates was always a walk-on until they did Fast Pass Plus? Yes. You never had to wait for Pirates. Same thing with Haunted Mansion. Once they added Fast Pass Plus, those things became long standby lines, and now they're longer than ever because of Genie Plus for the same reason. So you're paying more for a park's experience that's not as fun. Even if you pay, it's not as good of an experience. So they're holding you hostage for this extra money and then you fork it over and it's still a worse experience than it was before they implemented this. And, you know, people can be happy with Iger taking over again and, you know, kiss the ring and suck his toes and do all that good stuff. But yeah, this was his baby and he's not getting rid of this $30 a day selling out i mean they're just going to ax it what out of the kindness of his heart because people like us complain about it online even the day-to-day guests if they don't like it you know the once a year once every five year guests they feel obligated like they they're held hostage to do it or their experience is going to be real crappy at the parks and you can easily say well don't go when it's busy well it's always busy now the lines don't get short anymore there's some times that are a little shorter, but stuff isn't walk-ons like it used to be. Like, there's not many attractions that, even like Living with the Land consistently has like a 20-minute wait now all the time. Things like that that were just people eaters, just you could right. always, they were reliable walk-ons, are not anymore. Even on slower days. I mean, I haven't been... Uh, looking at the touring plant stuff as much and all their wait times because I don't have any trips coming up. But you look at like even when the days were fours or threes overall, and then you look at the wait times, it's like that's a long, those are long waits for what's considered a very slow day. Yes. You know, so it gets frustrating. And I guess it's not going to necessarily change unless, you know, the demand really shrinks. Let's see what happens. But. They're still selling out. I mean, is this still pent up demand, though? You think like this? I think it's coming, coming to an end, don't you? Well, that's a, but where's the end? Is the end? I don't know. April, because it's going to be busy in spring break when you're there too. And then I don't. I just. I don't. I just don't know how crowded things are. All I know is that you can't get on a ride. That's true. So it might not be like their hotels might not be selling out, and there's still the parks feel like they're overwhelmed because they just don't push people through like they used to. I don't know. Do you want to move on to more better news, happier news, or is there anything else you want to say about this? No, this Genie Plus thing pisses me off. Oh, you sent me the article. Well, we got to talk news, Bill. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. Like, would it, now I just see the wheels turning to like, oh, it's sold out two days in a row at 29. That is our max. What if our max is 35 now? Will it still sell out? What if it's 49? Will it still sell out? Like, there's no there's no ceiling to it. They never said, you know, it'll never go over this price. 
all this dynamic pricing they do that was like the worst thing for us as consumers but the smartest thing they could have done as a business is do this dynamic pricing because now there's no expectation of a price there's no floor there's only a what it is and how high right. can it go mm-hmm. you know it's not like used to buy park tickets and you could tell people oh it's this per day right and if you go for five days it's this you'd have to have a advanced calculus degree to figure out how much to pay for park tickets what day are you going you, what you really do you want to go how many days do you want park hoppers you want water park going to be that day yeah and you don't know until the day of like Maybe I was planning on doing the Genie Plus, and then I open up the app, and it says $29, and now I'm like, what the heck? You know, 30 bucks a person? That's your meal. That's your dinner at a decent table service that day. 120 bucks for a family of four. Like, if we go to Rose and Crown, the two kids have a kid's meals, and, you know, Sarah and I getting an entree and an appetizer, that's probably costing us around 100 bucks, right? Yeah. Okay, so that just cost me my table. You know, it's. It, I'm sure they anticipate most people not picking; they're just adding to it, and that's probably what happens. But there is a there is a end. People don't have unlimited budgets, even no. at Disney, and they're trying to find that end. I think, and they're getting closer and closer to it, and they'll find out pretty soon, I imagine, based on what everything else is going on. However, speaking of not minding spending money, your your favorite place is opening up mm-hmm. just in time for a certain trip coming up. I don't know if that piques your interest. Narcuzzi at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort is reopening on April 1st. April 1st, just in time for my birthday. I was looking for April 2nd. I couldn't find a reservation. Are the reservations I like Narcuzzi right so now? much. I like Narcuzzi so much that I was going to cancel my Topolinos. Well, you could do both, right? You're there for two nights. Yeah. Could you find any? Are there reservations there already? They don't even the show system? up yet. So uh, the article says it's got a revamped menu. It's been closed since June of 2022 for a refurbishment. The updated space has a land and sea concept, which also inspired the new menu. Uh, and this first article you sent me talks about the menu, but they did just send, Mm -hmm. they just released another article that has the full menu with pricing. So let's go through that part. Mm -hmm. I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you that right here in the private chat. So you can open that up. That's the best one of the day right there. So we have the Narcusi menu starting with appetizers. Yes, sir. We have shrimp and grits. Local Gulf shrimp, peach barbecue sauce, low country grits, applewood smoked bacon. I'll set with that. Chow chow for $19. Ocean inspired charcuterie board. Ahi tuna pastrami, charred octopus, and lobster sausage for $28. And they got a picture of it. And it actually looks very interesting. I don't know. Yeah, that didn't, like, based, that didn't excite me. Based on the portion sizes for $28. Bucks, I don't know if that's something I would order, but it looks pretty uh pretty fancy as as our friend Nate would say. Oh, fancy. Fancy. Buttermilk fried calamari, piquillo pepper relish, and a tomatillo aioli. So they revamped they used to have the Rhode Island calamari, right? On the no, menu. That back was in the so day. good, Pards. I'm sure this is so, so good, good because it's got the peppers and it's got the the sauce. It's like a a green a tomatillo is the green tomato, so it's gonna be like a a green salsa kind of sauce on there. That's $18. Brisket and ricotta tortellini with a parsnip brown butter sauce with sultana raisins, $16. I think there was a picture of that on the first article you sent me. Yeah, uh, I, that's got to be it. Those little tortellinis and it's got like mm-hmm. a broth underneath it. That looks pretty good. That's good, isn't it? Yes, that's $16, and then they have the uh, plant-based appetizer, which is sweet potato gnocchi with kale, mushrooms, and a tomato ragu, which honestly doesn't sound that bad as far as that goes. I like a a good gnocchi. I'm not a huge fan of sweet potatoes, but I do like gnocchi. The gnocchi gnocchi at at Topolino's is 
Obviously. It'll change your life. Yeah, I gotta eat. You there, have huh? to get over there if you can sometime. Yeah, maybe uh, if Doc and I go down just for uh, just the two of us to use up some of those points, we can uh, maybe try to get in over there. Yeah. Soup and salad. We have a lobster bisque, oh, butter yeah. poached lobster, and a vanilla and coral for eighteen dollars, which is interesting. They show it being served where they like pour pour it into yeah, the bowl. Yeah, they do it at table side now. Which is nice. It's got yep. nice big chunks of lobster in the middle. I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on it because it sounds like they changed it up a little and you really love their bisque. Before. I love their bisque. I certainly do. You would definitely try it, right? You got to compare Absolutely. It. $18 for that. And then the salad is romaine and hearts of palm, pecorino toscano, cured egg yolk, black garlic, fleur de brick, fried caper vinaigrette. That sounds good. The cured egg yolk. Have you seen this stuff? You pro- you don't watch a lot of food videos on YouTube, do you? like foodie stuff, like no. cooking. So they get these egg yolks, right? You just get real fresh eggs. You take the egg yolk out, and they pack them in salt, or sometimes soy sauce, something that like just completely engulfs it, and then you just let it sit for a while, and then when you take it out, <clears throat> it's like almost gummy but it's salt cured so all the moisture gets drawn out with the salt and it's infused with this flavor and then they like grate it it's like a piece of cheese at that point like you can grate the yolk over the top of like a salad or something and it's supposed to have this incredible like egg yolks are the best anyway i mean that's the best part of an egg is a runny yolk right oh absolutely yep so imagine having like that flavor only infused with like salt grated over something like that egg yolk richness with like a little bit of saltiness. It sounds like that's what it is, and I'm all for it. Sixteen dollars for that that salad, which salads don't excite me that much, but that salad excites me quite a bit. Except Black for the garlic. at Sarah Bay. That thing's good. That thing's I got that size. Friday. Me and Alex both got that Friday before it's we so played. Good. Went out in the President's Cup. It's so good. There's another salad, which this one is right up your alley. Parts blueberry and barrel aged feta salad. Oh, I love stuff that doesn't go with stuff. It's tiny lettuce, candied pistachios, cornbread crackers, lemon curd dressing with blueberries and feta. That's That sounds like that would be your nightmare. $15. How about some entrees, Pards? You ready? Yeah. Now we got the first option is lemongrass poached Aura King salmon with a citrus verjoux, salsa fee, and Carolina gold rice, $46. Just don't like salmon. Yeah, and it's like a lot of citrus, which is good with fish, but I don't know if that's what I would want to go for. I like more richness. When I'm having like good seafood at a good seafood restaurant, I want like the richness, the butter, the cream sauce. And then I know a lot of people like the fresh and the citrusy, so that's an option for those people. But this seems like this would be more up my alley, this next entree. This next entree is completely destroying me right now. I'm pretty sure that's what the picture is. Yeah, it is. Blackened redfish with a chorizo sunchoke hash, hominy Florida sweet corn, and a red pepper roulis, $48. So that that, uh, shadis hash underneath this beautiful piece of fish Mm -hmm. with a red pepper sauce on top. Oh, Oh. that's amazing. And then it's got that... That sweet corn, like broth on the bottom, that's messing me up. Parts 48 bucks for that. That looks so good, so good, ridiculous. So good. That with a bowl of bisque and the bread service, you're in, you're in, uh, you're in business with that. And then you're probably gonna, we'll, 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 we'll get to that in a little while. Okay, continue, carry on. We have the uh, plancha seared scallops and Parisian gnocchi with English peas, tasso ham, and truffled Meyer lemon cream for fifty-two dollars. That also sounds unbelievable. Are, you're not a scallop guy, right? Oh, I like scallops. It's nothing that I normally will get out though. Yeah, like I'll make I'll make scallops on occasion. Like I'll do it with like like just sit it on a bed of spinach. Yeah, yeah. And, it's and not make, something like, you order, but you do like it. Yeah. Right. Right. That sounds good, though. That sounds really good. That's 52. Then we have a Gulf Shrimp Bucatini with house-made Bucatini pasta, roasted tomatoes, Savoy spinach, parsley, and a basil pistou for $42. Uh, 
That's just a nice like, that's, pasta with shrimp. But perfect. That sounds like it's a Susie dish right there. That's a Susie dish, and that's that's a that's a me dish because I don't like pasta, but I do like it on occasion at a signature restaurant, especially when it's house made pasta. And the and you know that that's going to be good. Like that might be, if it makes sense, that might be the fourth or fifth top entree in my head and it might be the first thing i try there does that make sense to you i do understand what you're saying you understand what i'm saying right that's the entree that Susie orders and you look and you say damn i wish i ordered that yes it comes out to the table like how was the steak it was fantastic it was a nine out of ten but that looks yeah yep yep although I think the scallops might get her. How does she feel about truffles? Is she into that? Like the yeah, she's okay flavor? with truffles. She does not like um, the stuff that they cook with fennel. all the time. Fennel. She hates fennel. Right. I knew that. And she's a scallop girl. So like the scallop with gnocchi. After the experience at Topolino's, do you compare it? Do you get the gnocchi there to compare? Or do you just not even go down that road? Because nothing's ever going to live up to that gnocchi. I don't know if anything's ever going to live up to that gnocchi. Speaking of Topolino's, I was watching uh, one of Pete Like Meats shows, and uh, Big Fat Panda was on there, and they were talking about Topolino, and he said he had like the chicken rigatoni, and he said when he took the first bite, he saw God. <laughs> I think was what he said. Panda said that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. That was great. He's like, I'm not kidding you. I took my bite of that, and I saw God. And with I'm... his like, vo- he's got like the high voice with the Jersey accent. Uh, Panda is so good. He seems another one that seems like an awesome dude, just like a really cool guy. You know what, though? It's so true. Like, I hate to over exaggerate, but like every time you took a bite of something new, you're like, oh, my. We said that on our show. Yeah. It was just, oh, my God, is this good. All right. So that shrimp bucatini is $42. Moving on to the 12 ounce prime New York strip steak Mm -hmm. with potato mash. Roasted rainbow vegetables and a red wine demi glaze, fifty nine dollars. That's just a classic steakhouse, beautiful New York strip. Can't go wrong with it. Love it. That would be one of my top like ever. Just that description, mm-hmm. all across the board, is exactly what I want in a nice restaurant. And it would probably be the last thing I would order on this menu, just because of the seafood options. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. That's the perfect steak. Mashed potatoes, vegetables, a wine sauce. Like, just, yep. I'm sure it's amazing. Yep. But that's so far of everything I've read that is on the bottom of my list. And only because the other stuff yep. is so unique and so different. I feel like you can get that pretty much at any of the steakhouses. We're on to the surf and turf. A six-ounce filet with a butter-poached lobster tail, potato mash, roasted rainbow vegetables, and a red wine demi-glaze for $87. So Not I am terrible. glad I am glad that they finally brought back the filet with that surf and turf because they used to do it original. Well, yeah, they used to do it with the New York's with the sirloin, and you could substitute the filet mignon, right. which is fine. It gives you a cheaper option. But come on, man, you're not going to a signature to get a top sirloin, right? Now I will say, uh, in 2011, when I went to Narcusi on my honeymoon. The surf and turf was filet with lobster tail, and it was $98, and now it's 87 It might be a smaller filet or a smaller lobster tail. I don't know, because I know they changed it a few times. Like you said, they took the filet away, and yeah. then I think at one point they took the lobster out, and they did, like, shrimp, right? Uh, they did do shrimp. Yep. So they changed some things around, but this is actually not – I'm not saying it's cheap. 87 is a lot. But the old the surf and turf in 2011 was more money than this in 2023. I'm sure it's slightly different, but that's still that caught my eye. I remember it being 98 because I had the dining plan, and I they I had to ask if I could get that because it was so expensive, and they said it, it was eligible. So that's the only reason I remember that. Now this next one this messes me up. This is probably very similar to what I got at, at Topolino's as well. Dry-aged pork ribeye chop with a goat cheese, potato pavé, turnips, a fig jus, and an onion jam. Like, all those flavors sound so good. Like, the acidity of the goat cheese, you get the sweetness from the fig and the onion. Turnips, you know, I'm not a not the biggest fan of turnips, but they're fine. 
dry aged pork ribeye. You know that's going to be so good. And then we have the uh, plant based option. Again, that was 46, the pork. And then the plant based option is a roasted vegetable paella. Comes with uh, market vegetables, cannellini beans, preserved artichoke, charred Meyer lemon for $34. You know what, parts? Yeah. I like I like plant-based stuff. I don't like like those burgers and I don't like fake food, but I do like vegetarian and that, that sounds, sounds good. so good that if they if this place was open for lunch, that would be something I would want for lunch. Yeah. Doesn't that I, just sound very like just fresh and light? I absolutely agree with everything you just said. You like you said it perfectly because I don't want a hamburger that's made out of tofu. Right. But I don't mind like a vegetable lasagna or something like that where it's like an actual dish that they use consideration and they use thought to put into it to have this like very nice, fresh vegetable based dish. Like I don't need meat to be in everything I eat. I like it. Especially if I'm going to like a fancy restaurant, I want like either a really nice piece of seafood or a nice cut of steak. But something like that. We're not like, ugh, I would never consider it because it's this like, you know, like plant based lobster tail or something like, right, like what exactly. the hell is that? Yeah. You know, so yeah, I mean, that's that is a good point that you made. And that's 34 bucks. Sounds good. I love paella because I'm a big rice guy. Rice is my favorite. Mm-hmm. So sounds like that'd be pretty good. You can get enhancements, lobster tail for 27. You get some scallops and some shrimp. That doesn't show the price on that. I'm definitely. I would definitely go enhancements too. You think so? How much? What do you think? Fifteen for the other ones? Nineteen? Doesn't say yeah, the I price say on them. Nineteen for the scallops. Yeah, I mean that's a good option if you want to do like the strip, and you're like, I got to get some seafood. You got some scallops. I mean, you could go with a bit. You know, yeah. If you went with the strip and even the lobster tail, now you're just getting a much bigger surf and turf. Yeah, because I I take a. A strip, a strip over a fillet every day. Fillet, right? Even if they were the same size, I take the strip over it. That's just me. I like strip. That's my favorite cut. So you're an enhancements guy. I'm a sides guy. This this has. See, I'm not an intention. enhance. I very rarely get enhancements, but that just sounds. Well, I mean, if you're getting like the that redfish. That red snap. What was it? Red snapper. Oh. Oh, black and redfish. I'm not getting an enhancement on that. I might get a side to go with that. Right. Oh, Bill. You know. What I'm saying? But look at these sides. Oh. Sweet and sour Brussels sprouts, which I love. Brussels sprouts, applewood smoked bacon, and a whipped tupelo honey for eleven dollars. That sounds perfect because sometimes the Brussels sprouts could be a little too bitter, so you get the saltiness with the bacon and a little bit of sweet with the honey on there. I like that. A wild mushroom risotto with fontina cheese and espelette pepper. I've never heard of that, but I'm sure it's fantastic. Risotto. Again, I'm a rice guy. Can't go wrong with risotto and mushrooms. I love as well. But then this one messes me up more than anything. Oh, so the Brussels sprouts are 11. The risotto is 12. And then the loaded mashed potatoes with garlic (laughs) glaze. That's what I was moaning about. Oh, obviously, yeah. With oh a garlic God. glazed pork belly, smoked cheddar, and a creme fraiche, and some chives. I mean, that's a meal in itself. I would just get, give me those three sides, and I'm happy. This is something where, like, we're at the beach club, and it's one in the morning, and we're about 17 into it. And we're just, like, rolling through our leftovers. And, and you're like, why don't you potato. throw that pork belly in with these mashed potatoes? Let's see how that is. Yeah, right. And it's like, ding, ding, ding. I mean, that's honestly, you couldn't go wrong for like $36, get those three entrees. I mean, those three sides, that would be pretty good. Yeah. For a meal. How about desserts? Anything interest you there? You want to talk some desserts? Yeah, let's talk desserts. We have an almond crusted cheesecake with a Lambert uh, Lambert cherry sauce and Chantilly for $16. It's interesting. I'm not a huge cheesecake guy. You like cheesecake, though, I right? love cheesecake. It looks good with the uh, almonds on the outside. A very nice presentation. Uh, they have a hazelnut chocolate bar, chocolate sponge, cassis, and ganache. That's plant-based for $14. Uh, 
a berry pavlova with a yuzu crema and an anglaise. I don't know what any of that is. I'm not sure what a pavlova is or yuzu crema or anglaise. I think that's the picture of the one where they're pouring the stuff there. I think that's the pavlova. They have a pineapple bavarois with a shortbread, a blackberry buttermilk ice cream for $15. And then they have an artisanal cheese selection. Four chef-selected tasting portions with prosciutto and accompaniment. So that's not very desserty, but that is like a final course. That's $22 for the uh, cheese selection. Yep. Honestly, none of those desserts do anything for me. No, not really. No, I'm not, not for me. Old, I'm not. I'll save it. I'll get maybe the cheese. I'd get the cheese plate if you, you know, told yep. me I had to get one of those. I'll do some cheese. Kids appetizers. I like that. Not many places have kids appetizers on the menu. They have fried calamari with marinara sauce for $5 for the kids. And then chopped romaine salad with ranch dressing, also $5. And then the entrees for the kids, you could get grilled chicken, seasonal fish, flat iron steak, or crispy fried chicken strips. So you still got the yep. the basic stuff, the chicken fingers, but yep. you can get fish or steak there. So that's good options for the kids. Uh, no, your girl's still at the point where they like all, a lot of the kids' menu items. So the when we went to Twin Oaks for Eugenia Jr.'s birthday a few weeks ago, that was the first time Eugenia Sr. ordered off the adult menu. Oh, what'd she go with? She went with a dirter. And they didn't have like a, a regular burger on the, the kids' menu. She wanted a like a bacon cheeseburger. Uh-huh. And the kids' menus at Twin Oaks, I forget the other option she had. It was like $12, and the hamburger was like 15 I said, just get the hamburger. Like, she ate half of it. It's enormous. I mean, you know how big their stuff oh, is. Oh, yeah, everything there is. It was enormous. Yeah. And then we took it home, and I had the rest of it the next day, and it was so good. Was it really? Burger. Yeah. So, uh, so Junior's still, she's a little pickier. She'll just get, like, chicken fingers or mac and cheese anywhere she goes, because that's what she likes, or a hot dog or something. Uh-huh. She'll try stuff, but she would never order something uncomfortable for her now i mean she's only six so that's to be expected right your is a little more like she'll get steak because she likes steak we don't have it that much so if she saw the steak on the menu she'd probably jump right at that Mm -hmm. at a place like this but she's not going to go too far out of her comfort zone but she'll try other stuff she's more into like tacos and things like that like she'll get that kind of stuff so she she's a little more adventurous but you know there's still I try to like plant the seeds of like, just try it, try it, try it. Let's try this because I don't want them to be super picky with everything. I want them to enjoy different things. But I also don't, I'm not going to force stuff down their throats, especially on vacation. Like, get what you want. Ultimately, I don't want to pay $14 for a Disney kids meal that you're going to hate and throw away. Yeah, you can do all the training at home. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I mean. Yep. They have some uh, featured cocktails as well. They have a lime gimlet for sixteen fifty, which is gin, Rocky's liqueur, cane sugar, Are you a and gin lime. Guy? No, I do not like gin. Yeah, me neither. It tastes like a Christmas tree. I can't do gin. The Grand Margarita, Don Julio Anjijo Tequila, Grand Marnier, Contro Lime and Agave, seventeen fifty. Sounds good. They have a cold brew martini. Chocolate rum, Tia Maria liqueur, and Joffrey's Coffee Cold Brew. This episode of the ResortLoop.com podcast is brought to you by Joffrey's Coffee and Tea Company. That's fifteen fifty. Also, fifteen fifty is the old fashioned, which is bourbon, Cavassier, cognac, rosemary, and Angostine bitters. They have a sangria for fifteen dollars, a white sangria. Then they have this Tawny Manhattan for sixteen fifty. It's got uh, Elijah Craig Kentucky Straight Bourbon. Croft Reserve Tawny Port, Brown Sugar, and uh, Hella Cocktail Company Orange Bitters. I'm, I'm not really sure what that is. Okay. I know what a man. I've heard of a Manhattan. I've never had one. Um, although I had that at the uh, the Cruise Cup. I had that like bourbon drink, and that messed me up. That was good. That was good, huh? Yeah, so I might be starting to get into that. 
And another thing which is becoming uh, more of a trend are these uh, mocktails where they're making these like fancier drinks with no alcohol in them. Instead of just saying, I want like a virgin version of this drink, they actually have cocktails that they've made with no alcohol in them. So this is a pink London spritzer. It's got a pink London spirit, grapefruit soda, pomegranate, green tea, lime, and mint for $11 okay. and an agave garden, which has liars, agave spirit, cold pressed lime juice, passion fruit, papaya, green tea, and cucumber also $11. So that's kind of a newer trend with these uh, mocktails, which is nice to see as well. You have any other uh, thoughts here, Pards, or should we take a second break? We're getting long. Anytime we talk food, it could go long. I know. it's It always happens. What does that mean? I mean, I feel like they did a good job with the menu. I think they did a great job. I can't wait to go back. They changed it enough without changing too much, in my opinion. We'll, we'll wrap up right after the uh, other side of this break. Okay. We are back from break. Episode number 464 is in the books. And we talked about some Walt Disney World news, including the menu release of Narcusi reopening April 1st. I assume now, obviously, anything can change. But if you went tomorrow with this menu, I would guess. Here's my thought. This is what I think you would do. You're going to get the lobster bisque, obviously. That's a no-brainer. I think you're going to do the 12-ounce strip with the lobster tail enhancement. Ooh. Make your own surf and turf. It's the dollar less than the surf and turf with the filet. So 59 and, and 27 is 86. The other one's 87. So you do the bisque, and you go that way. I'm not. It's that in the redfish. That redfish messes me up. But for yeah. half the price, like, I'd rather personally... I do. I look at price a little bit when it comes down. Like I wouldn't hesitate going there, but I would, in my head, I would say, would I rather spend ninety dollars on this, right, or get this for fifty and then get, you know, that risotto side or the loaded mashed potato side to go with it, right? I think that's the way I would go. I think I go with the red fish and then one of the sides, and the bisque. You got to do the bisque. Well, that salad messed me up though. That romaine salad. You're you're all messed up, aren't you? Everything on here sounds good. The only thing that was a little disappointing were the appetizers. I wasn't in love with any of those. Yeah, I'd agree. Not nothing bad. Like I'm sure they're good. And the calamari, like it was so good before. They changed it up just enough. I'd probably still try it because I love calamari, but you can't really mess it up. If it's fresh and it's fried well. And it's not like chewing rubber bands. It's going to be good with whatever. Right. Yep. With it, so I'm sure they wouldn't mess that up. Any other thoughts there, Pards? No. What do we got going on on the YouTube page? Anything coming up in the hopper? Yeah, I'm working on uh, uh, Boardwalk Room Review. Oh, very nice. So we got that to look forward to at YouTube.com slash at WDWBTG. You can also follow our other socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at WDWBTG. You can join our Facebook group, WDW Beyond the Gates Podcast Family on Facebook. Please join us there. You can also go to our website, WDWBTG.com. Subscribe wherever you download podcasts. Leave us ratings. Do all that good, fun stuff. We do appreciate it. 
can also email us info at wdwbtg.com mike at wdwbtg.com and gary at wdwbtg.com anything else sir no all right that's gonna do it for episode number 464 of the wdw beyond the gates podcast for my co-host mike my name is gary thanks so much for listening we'll talk to you again next week now it's time to say goodbye to all our company and i see see you real soon why because we like you